Okay, good morning everyone. Shalom Aleichem. Bruchem Abom to the Kalal Agra de Perka of Kew Garden Hills, New York. Um, soon this will be a shear for, uh, the Zoom share will be for all the Agra de Perkas. So it's going to be uh, a little bit of a tweak in the scheduling. But um, Rabbi Ezra Klein will apprise everybody of that um, in the days ahead. Okay, Parshas. Vayera. So Parshas Vayera is a shear. Maybe I gave it many, many years ago. Um, at the time, it only consisted of uh, the certain kernel idea, but uh, in the new Sefer, it was uh, further developed. And uh, I'd like to share with you this presentation today. If anybody wants to get the new Sefer, it's available on our site, rabbidg.com, with free shipping. And we begin, Parshas Vayero, we begin with the Pasuk in the Novi Yeshaya. The Novi Yeshaya says, V'yato Yisrael Abdi Yaakov, Asher B'char Ticha, Havi, And you, Yisrael, my servant, Yaakov, that I chose you, Zera Avraham Oyavi, the seed of Avraham Oyavi, who loved me. And that is a very unusual title. That is a very unusual title. That we're calling Avraham Avinu uh, Avraham Oyhavi, Avraham who loved me. Why are we calling, why was Avraham Zoycha to get this title that he loves HaKadosh Baruch Hu? No one else was given this title. Not Yitzchak, not Yaakov, not Moshe, not David, not any of the Nevi'im, not Yeshaya, Yirmiyah, Yecheskel. And this question is uh, pondered by none other than the Chassam Soifer in his Hakdama to Yaradea, which is uh, a separate compilation called Pituche Chaysam. And this question is dealt with by none other than the Chavetz Chaim himself, where the Chassam Soifer wonders, Yisbarach HaYoytzer V'Yishtabach Hanoira Asher Bachar V'Uma Nivchara Oyhavei Mitzvoysa V'Shaymer Teirasa Yaakov Barcha Yisrael why was Avram Avinu Zoycha to this extra, excessive expression of love that he loves HaKadosh Baruch Hu more than any of the other Avais. Now, another a very unusual phenomenon we encounter in uh, this week's parsha, and that is in the introduction to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, uh, destroying the city of Sudan. Hashem seems, really, for the only time in Chumash, and then the entire Nevi'im and Ksuvim, to, so to speak, vacillate, and to hem and haw, and to question Vashem Amar Hamachasa Ani Ime Abraham Asher Ani Oisa. And Hashem said, Can I hide? Can I cover from Abraham that which I'm going to do? It almost sounds like Hashem was not sure whether to tell Abraham about what he planned on doing to the city of Sudan. If you look in the Psalm Soifer further on, Psalm Soifer says, we, we don't find by any prophet 
Whether Hashem vacillates and contemplates, well, is this person worthy for me to bestow upon them prophecy based on their needs? And by Abraham Avinu, Hashem says, Hash, should I tell Abraham
at a very low madrega. Let's see if we can find this in a Chassam cipher.
So, if I could uh, share with you, I take you now to our humble Sefer, Magadarakia on Bereshis. And in a footnote, we explain what does a Nitziv mean that these are words that are Roy Lamisha Amrai. Check this out. I bring over here the Siata the Shmaya. I once heard from Nachai Zagobam Shlita that there was no one ever like the Chsam Sefer in his being completely given over to the Tzibor. He fulfilled three great um, Tafgidim in Klal Yisrael. He was the Mar Asra of Kahal Kadosh Pressburg. He was also the Rosh Hashiva. And he was the Meshav. He answered Shilas, which was to the whole generation. There was no one who was as given over to Klal Yisrael as the Chassam Soifer. So this approach is certainly Dvarim Ruyim Ela. This is a Now, wasn't Sarah busy with the women? Yeah, but not to the same extent as Abraham, as Sarah was always Ba'oyhel. So whoever was in the Oyal, Sarah could influence, but she did not go out the way and build them as Veach and the Kari B'Shem Hashem, the way Abraham Avinu did. Now, this explains how Sarah was greater than Abraham in Nevuah, 
We understand that even though Avraham did not reach the same spiritual level as Hanoich, but he's called Avraham Oyhavi, Avraham, the one who loved me. And because he was on, wasn't on such a high level, Hashem had a vacillate. Should I tell him the Nebuah? But ultimately, Hashem said, since the reason he's not on the Madrigue is because of his love for me, therefore I will tell him this Nebuah. This is the amazing approach of the Chassam Soifer. And the Chassam Soifer on Parashas Kedoshim, he adds uh, some fuel to this uh, beautiful approach. Namely, we know... Love your neighbor like yourself. This is a great principle in the time. And if some is bothered, I should love you like myself? We should be equal? Who says I should love you like myself? Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva? What's the halach if two people are walking in the desert and there's only one cup of water? Who gets to drink the cup of water? Darash Rabbi Akiva You come first! You don't have to love your friend like yourself. You have to love yourself more than your friend. If there's one cup of water, you drink it yourself. You don't give it to your friend. So how could Rabbi Akiva say, love your neighbor like yourself? No. Love yourself more than your neighbor. Says the Chassam Soifer. And when it comes to water, when it comes to Gashmias, when it comes to physicality, love yourself more. If you only have one pillow, you sleep on it. If you only have one home, you live in it. If you only have one sandwich, you eat it. That's when it comes to Gashmias. Chayecha koidem. But when it comes to Ruchnius, you have to love your neighbor like yourself. You have to put your friend first. Yeah, I could sit and learn and uh, grow and grow from uh, one Madriga to the next. That is not what God wants. God does not want my personal growth. God prefers I give up from my personal growth for the benefit of others. So you'll say, so why does Rabbi Akiva say, Love your neighbor like yourself. You should love yourself. You should love your friend more. The answer is you should. You should put your friend first. And now we come to another great principle. That when you do put your friend first, you will not lose out the Madregos and the Torah that you could have amassed had you focused on yourself. Like we find by Avraham. Even though Avraham Avinu, if he would have, he could have sat in his tent and reached the Madriga of Nevuah, but he didn't. And even so, God said, because you gave up of your growth to teach others, I'll tell you the Nevuah anyway. So even though you need to put your friend first, but it will end up being Kamaycha because God will compensate for your lost time. And in the little bit of time you have, you'll be able to learn just as much. And in the little bit of time you have, you'll be able to reach the same heights of Madrega. This is the amazing approach of the Chassam Soifer. By the way, the Chafetz Chaim himself says the same thing. On the mitzvah of loving Hashem, the Chafetz Chaim says it's a mitzvah that a person is chayev at all times, at every moment. And part of the mitzvah is to bring other Jews closer to Hashem and to make God beloved to others 
And because of that, HaKadosh Baruch Hu called Abraham, Oy Havoy, the one who loves me. Even though, by the way, the Chafetz Chaim says, in the times of Avram Avinu, there were many God-fearing Jews, God-fearing people. What happened? Yeshiva Shem, Yeshiva Ever. There were even Nevi'im, Malkit Tzedek. Why didn't Shem produce a nation like Avram Avinu? Why didn't Ever produce a nation like Avram Avinu? Why did Hashem consider Avraham the one who loved him? Shem had a nice yeshiva. Eber had a nice yeshiva. The answer is, it's not enough just to sit and learn. Not only that, it's not even enough to have a yeshiva and to say, you know, whoever wants to come to my yeshiva, great. And if you don't come to my yeshiva, too bad on you. No. Amravinu went out into the world and he traveled and he galvanized and he garnered and he brought people under the banner of Torah, and that is why Klaiso comes from Abraham, and not from the Sushelach, and not from Shem, and not from Eber, and not from Noyach. Because they believed in God, and they taught about God, but only to those who wanted to come and hear them. By the way, Rabbi Moshe Feinstein says something really astounding. Rav Moshe writes, let's see if I can find it, that we know, until Avram Avinu, there was Haroin Af Ba'olam. And when Avram Avinu came to the world, the Haroin Af stopped. Furthermore, the Gemara tells us in Avadazar Davtes, the first 2,000 years of the world's existence are considered Yemei Toyo Vavoyu, emptiness and nothing. The next 2,000 years are called Yemei Toyrah, Years of Torah. Friends, I ask you one simple question. There was no Torah before Avram Avinu? Noyach learned Torah. Yeshiva, there was Yeshiva Shem Ba'ever. There was a Yeshiva. Rivka went to the Yeshiva to get advice. So, how can you say before Avraham there was no Torah? Not only was there no Torah, it's Toihu Vavayu. It's nothing. And Torah is only... At, from the time of Am Ravinu, says Ramosha Feinstein, you could have Sadiqim who sit and learn 24 hours a day. That is Toyu Vavoyu. Torah is when people are Moiser Nefesh to be Marbe Talmidim. Then the world has Kiyom. Like Am Ravinu went out and he was Yikra B'Shem Hashem. I'll share with you something uh, very important. This approach to the Chassam Soifer, I believe he got from none other than his Rebbe, the Hafla, Rapin Chasarowitz. The Hafla in many Mekoymois. And his Hakdama to uh, Sefer Hafla, the Sefer Hamakna, Ois Mem Gimel Mem Dalid. And also on uh, this week's Parsha, In the Panamiyafais, he brings this idea that Chazal tell us, Amrav Yochanan, Torah Yevakshu Mipiu Ki Malach Hashem Tzavakoisu, that if your Rebbe is like a Malach Hashem, 
Torah Yavakshem Yipiyu. That one should only seek Torah from a Rebbe that is uh, like a Malach. What exactly are we looking for in the Rebbe that he should be like a Malach? Why do we want the Rebbe to be like a Malach? We know there is a fundamental difference between Adam and Malach. Adam is a Hoylech. He goes from Madrega to Madrega. He's Yelchel Mechael Achoyel. A Malach is an Oymed. A Malach is plateaued. Malach is created on a, on a certain level and he remains on that level forever. It is the job of a Rebbe. When he is teaching Torah to the Talmidim, he should be like a Malach, an Oymed. He should be wholeheartedly and solely focused on the growth of his Talmidim, not focused at all on his own growth. He should be like a Malach. Because when a person is like a Malach, he's not growing. The job of the Rebbe, the job of the Mashpia, is to be completely, wholeheartedly focused on the growth of the Talmidim. If the Rebbe is Doimel Amalach Hashem Tzavaka, is then Yevakshu Torah Mipiv. But says the Hafla, a very important thing, that don't think that when the Rebbe, by the way, the Rebbe Levi Yitzhak of Radichov says, this is exactly what Avraham Avinu did when the Malachim came. Avraham Avinu made himself like an Oymed. He made himself like a Malach to influence these people that came to his home. He was completely disengaged from his own personal growth, wholeheartedly focused on the growth of his Talmidim. But says the Hafla, the Davra Melech and Tehillim compares the Tzadik, Tzadik, Hatamar Yifrach, Ke'erez Valvanon Yizka. Now what's the difference between a Tamar and an Erez? A date palm produces fruits. It's very focused on producing fruits. And therefore it can't grow so tall. So we say, Tzadik Hatamar Yifrach. A Tzadik should be like a date palm, producing many payrois. Teaching Torah to others. But see, you might think if he should be like a date palm, so he won't be able to grow that tall. The tzaddik will be limited in his capacity to uh, rise up from one madriga to another. And therefore, the Torah tells us, Dawud HaMelech says, that even though the tzaddik makes himself like a tamar, teaching talmidim, influencing others, giving up of his own growth. Nevertheless, God will be mashlam the tzaddik. God will help the tzaddik reach the highest madregos because when a person uh, gives up of themselves to teach others, to influence others, to be mezakes harabin, the Rebbein Shalom gives them extra siyata deshnaya in the uh, learning that they do and in the growth that they have. And therefore, says the Hafla, an amazing thing. We know, I learned a lot from my Rabbeim, Chazal says. I learned even more from my friends. And from my students, I learned the most. Says the Hafla, a wondrous thing that God gives the Rebbe the Torah which is needed 
for all of his Talmidim. And therefore, the more the Rebbe teaches the Talmidim, the more Torah the Rebbe gets. One would think, the more time the Rebbe spends teaching Talmidim, the less the Rebbe knows. No, just the opposite. The more the Rebbe gets, teaches the Talmidim, the more Torah the Rebbe gets. Says the Hafla, this is analogous to a mother nursing her young. The more milk the baby needs, the more the, ba- the more milk the mother gets. So too with Taira. The more the Rebbe is devoted to the Talmidim, the more Hashpa of Ruchnius HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives the Rebbe. In fact, we know that Chazal say, Yoyser mima she ha'asher oisa la'ani ha'ani oisa im ha'asher. More than the wealthy man does with the poor man, the poor man does with the wealthy man. How's that? The same way, listen to this. Why does somebody have money? God only gives money to the Aisha to give it to the Ani. So more that the Ani does to the, more that the Aisha does to the Ani, the Ani gives to the Aisha. Because the Aisha is giving the Ani publicly. But the Ani is providing for the Aisha, Matam Besaysar. It's not even apparent how the Ani is giving to the Aisha. The same thing. The Rebbe is openly giving to the Tamidim. But secretively, behind the scenes, it's the Tamidim who are providing the Torah to the Rebbe. The Rebbe becomes the conduit to the Torah of the Tamidim. I want to share with you a very important Marsha. The Gemara tells us in Baba Metziah and Avtehei a story Rabbi Hanina and Rabbi Chia were fighting. I'll bring it to you. This is not on the sheets but it's in the this Sefer. Page Reish Mem Dalad. You have a Sefer? Great. Look at this Gemara. The Gemara says when Rabbi Hanina and Rabbi Chia were fighting Rabbi Hanina said to Rabbi Chia you're fighting with me? Chas v'shalom. If the Torah would be forgotten, I would restore the Torah with my pilpal. Rabbi Chia said, you're fighting with me. I would make sure the Torah is not forgotten in the first place. You know what I would do? I would go plant flax. I would produce nets. I would catch a deer. I would feed the, the meat to Yisoyimim. I would make scrolls. I would write Chamisha Chumshe Torah. I would teach five children five of the books of the Torah. I would teach six children six of the books of the Mishnah. And then, so each child, one would know Bereshis, one would know Shemais, one would know Vayikra, one would know Bamidbar, one would know Zra, and one would know Mayit. And then I would tell them, okay, now guys, go teach it to each other. What you know, go teach someone else. Ask the Marsha, very simple question. Why didn't he just teach Chamishe Chumshe Torah and Shishanim Misha to all 11 students? Says the Marsha, no. He wanted each one not only to learn, he wanted each one to teach. Shahu Mala Ha'elyoina Bitaira. The highest madrega of Limud Hatoira is teaching. There is a Hashkafa out there, which who am I to say, but according to what we're learning, it does not seem to be correct. That it is the ideal is to spend in one's Dalit Amos and focused on one's own ruchnias, and that's the highest way of, of serving Hashem. And we're learning from here that this is completely not true. 
This is against Mesoras of the Gedolim of the Gedolim of all the generations. The highest Madrega of Limud Torah is not to be loymed, is to be melamed. That's the highest Madrega. In fact, they asked the stipler. Uh, there was once a Avreich who was offered the opportunity to to be a Magid Shir, and um, he didn't want to take it up because he figured it would take away from his learning. And the stipler said that so if somebody prepares a Shir to give over to others and he teaches it, that's the equivalent of learning something 50 times. Now, even if somebody's not in a professional professional capacity as a Rebbe, as a teacher, as a Magid Shir, everybody sits at a Shabbos table, everyone has friends, has conversations, and if somebody prepares even a Dvar Torah or a Torah insight, and he prepares it and he gives it over, that's the equivalent of 50 times, that's the highest Madriga of Tamo Torah. Back to these Maramakamas, I'm gonna I wanna share with you, with you two stories. One is on the sheets, one ain't on the sheets. In the Sefer Nasivois R of Rabyutchak Blazar, who wrote biographical information about Rabbi Srol Salanter, he writes that in the youth of Rabbi Srol Salanter, when he was at the pinnacle of his righteousness and his saintliness, it entered his mind to he wanted to reach the highest madrigos of Avodah Hashem so he figured he would go into seclusion and he would be a poiresh and he would be a nistar and he would go into his poininus and hide himself and he would be a lamed vav tzaddik that nobody knows about and this is a very uh, tried and tested way of reaching very high levels However, when a person hides themselves and he makes himself like a Lamed Vav Tzaddik, it's very hard to really accomplish great things for Hashem and for the Torah, to influence others, to elevate people. And therefore, Rabbi Yisrael recognized, Loi Hashem. This is not the path that God desires for someone who is given Chachma and Yeras Hashem. Otherwise, the person uh, cannot influence others. And says Rabbi Sol Salanter, the same way when it comes to Gashmias, would a person say, well, I'm going to sit in my living room, in my dining room, and I'm just going to eat hamburgers myself. Better, how does it go? Better a hamburger today than two hamburgers on Tuesday, wherever it goes. What would we call somebody who just eats themselves and is not, does not feed others, we call them selfish. So why is Ruchnius any different? Someone who just sits in their Dalet Amois, says Rabbi Sol Salanter, didn't the Nefesh Achayim say, Loi kol ha'adam loi la'atzmai nivra, man was not created for himself. Rak lahoyol la'achrini kachal asher yimatzi So why should Olam Haba be any different? Man, Hashem did not create man just to focus on their own growth, but rather, Hashem created man to be able to influence others. In fact, Rabbi Vadi Yosef, on Parshas Noyach, he says, you know, when it comes to Noyach, there are those who are doyresh l'shvach v'zeh shadorshem l'gnai. Some 
darshan noyach for his praise and some darshan the pasuk for his detriment. Ask Rabbi Vadya if you could, if there are two ways to understand the life of Noyach. One is in positive light, one is negative light. Then why would anybody understand it or expound it in a negative light? Why aren't we Danim Lekavschus? I mean, if there are those who are Dorish Lashvach, why would anyone be Dorish Lagnai? And the answer is because Noyach did not do and follow this pathway of Avram Avinu, who is Avram Oyavi. Noach was a great man, and he learned Torah, but he did not influence the people the way Avram Avinu did. And because of that, Chazal wanted it to be clear, Yesh Darshan Laganai, that Loizu Haderach, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants. I want to share with you a story. It's not on these sheets, it's in the Sefer. And I put in the Sefer because... It was very moving to me. I originally read about this in an interesting book that was written many years ago. Probably written about 35 years ago. It's an art scroll book. The name of the book is The Arya Kaplan Reader. And you know Rabbi Arya Kaplan translated the Yalkut Mayam Loyes into English. What's interesting is he translated it from the original Ladino and not from the Hebrew. Now, who put together Yaakov Me'amloyes? Yaakov Me'amloyes was written by Rabbi Yaakov Kuli, who was a Gadol who lived about 300 years ago. And he arranged for print the very scholarly Sefer Get Pashat of his grandfather. And he also arranged... The Sefer Mishnah Lamelech, you know, the classic commentary on the Rambam, Mishnah Lamelech, that was arranged by none other than Rabbi Yaakov Kuli, arranged the, the writings of his Rebbe, Rabbi Huda Rosnivs. And not only that, the, the Rabbi Yaakov Kuli arranged the great Sefer Parshas Drachim. That means he was quite an impressive Poise, Kalachist, Lamdin. So, what Sefer do you think? Rabbi Yaakov Kuli chose to write. He wrote Yalkut Me'am Loyes, which is basically a collection of Midrashim and Divrei Agada. And not only that, he wrote it not in Hebrew, but in Ladino. And he didn't write it for great Tamei for simple people. And he writes in his introduction that he knew people would mock him. Why is this great... Godot B'Yisroel writing, you know, an art scroll book on Medrash. So he knew. He knew what he was in for. He knew this would not bring him great kavod. He knew people would say, someone like him would put together the Get Pashut and the Pashish Drach and the Shemach. He wrote, uh, you know, stories, the little Medrash says. And Rabbi Yaakov Kuli didn't explain why he did it. He just said he knew what he would have to uh, suffer. But in the Chidah's entry to Rabbi Yaakov Kuli in the Shem Hagadolim, he says, "Hachacham Hashem Hachasid Anam Rabbi Yaakov Kuli, the author of Me'am Loyes. Why did he write it? Lizakoy says Harabim. That's why he did it. He gave up of his own greatness in learning, in la, in Lamdus, in Halacha, in Gadlus." But Marva Abayisai, this hashkafa of the Chassam Soifer and the Chafetz Chaim and the Hafla 
and Rabbi Yisrael Salanter. And I always, it always bothers me when, uh, when there's this notion that it's considered more ideal to spend one's whole life just in their, in their Dalet Amos, as if that's the, what we call the normative approach of the Gedalei Yisrael. That's not the case. Where does this all come from? This comes from the Sefer Chayvah Sababais, which, by the way, we know that the Chassam Soifer got his uh, whole derech in Avodas Hashem from the Chayvah Sababais. Uh, the Chayvah Sababais tells us that My brother is worthy to know that the Zuchusim of someone who believes in Hashem, even if he reaches the highest Madriga and he becomes like a Navi, will not come close to the Zuchus of someone who's Mazakis Arabim. And the Chavos gives the Mashal. You have one guy, he, he sells jewels. And he has, he sells one kind of jewel. And when he sells that jewel, he buys it for, I don't know, $100,000, he could sell it for $200,000. But then you have another guy. You know what he does? He uh, he sells tchotchkeloch. Rubber bands, paper clips, soda cans, chicken. But he has thousands and thousands of types of merchandise. And he doesn't make a lot of profit on each one. But because he has such varied merchandise and so many different items, the profit of the second merchant will in the end, in the long run, be much more and more significant than the first merchant. Yeah, the first merchant, he has a jewel that's much more valuable than any one item that the second merchant has. But it's the multiplicity of items that will allow the second merchant to be much more successful. It's the same thing in Ruchnia, says the Chavis HaVavais. Someone who's only focused on themselves, even if they reach the Madriga of the greatest Navi who ever lived will pale in comparison to someone who is Mazak as Harabim. And as it is known, the Chassam Soifer, we know the whole derech of Avedis Hashem, the Soifer came from the Chavis HaVavos, like we find in the Chavis that every day before the Shir, the Chassam Soifer learns 15 minutes of Chavis HaVavos in order to inflame the hearts of the Talmidim, the Yeras Hashem, and he would learn every part of Chavis HaVavos, including the Hakdama of the Metargame, and Shar HaYichud, and Kemat, all the Musr and Hanhaga of the Chassam Soifer came from this holy Sefer. And he says, Talmidim Shalom Chavos so that they have one Mahalach in serving of Hashem. Says the Chassam Soifer, believe me, any day that I don't learn from this Sefer, I feel a cooling off in my Avodas Hashem. By the way, I'll tell you one more thing Rav Moshe Feinstein adds. In Parashas Vayetze. He says, In our generation, we cannot afford to learn Torah, do mitzvahs, do chesed secretly. Whatever we do, people should know about it. Why? But isn't it more beloved in God's eyes? Yeah! But you need people to learn from what you're doing. And that's a much more important factor than all the matan b'seser and all the secret avodas Hashem that a person could be doing. Again, obviously you have to know how to apply it, but if you want to see where he says it, I'll read to you his words. Um, Ramosha says, 
that Sarach Lehishtadel Bedoreinu should take off Yakiru Kiyushoimer Torah Mekayim Mitzvah Soitzdokas Kedesh Sheyilamdu Achim Emenu. Only in the earlier generation, when everyone's a tzaddik, could you be a nistar. In our generation, you cannot afford, Klal Yisrael cannot afford that we should have tzaddikim nistarim. And therefore, the greatness of Abraham Avinu was that he was moiser nefesh, not gufai. He was moiser nafshai. He was moiser his ruchnias to be able to galvanize more loyal servants of Hashem. But the Chassam Soifer says, in the end, HaKadosh Baruch Hu does, uh, does not withhold this Ruchnias from those who are Moisar Nefesh for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In the end, Hashem bestows upon the Oyave Hashem the same Madregois, the same Ruchnias, the same Torah. And this is the Zuchus of Avraham Avinu. And therefore, the Chassam Soifer says that if we want to invoke the Zuchus of Avraham Avinu, this is the Mahalach that we should try to aspire to a main Kenny hero. So thanks everybody for joining. Hope to see everybody next week. And uh, you could join us today at 5 o'clock in uh, the Archa Chaim of the Rush. And until then, have a amazing day. Oh, perfect. Thank you.